I'm Maya McNulty, and this is the Fundraising Secrets Podcast, made for Fundpreneurs. Fundpreneurs is a heart-centered leader. Fundpreneurs take no BS and make no apologies for serving the public. Fundpreneurs unite and thrive knowing that together we will prevail. Fundpreneurs will fight for the cause, raise awareness, and serve with humility. Fundpreneurs are resourceful, compassionate, and philanthropy is our middle name. Fundpreneurs deploy the organization's task with honor and champions the mission. Fundpreneurs enrich lives and put ethics before conversions. Fundpreneurs define strength in numbers, believe in the cause, create the future, build fundraising empires, impact the world. Fundpreneurs are driven and inspired knowing that we are making fundraising fun. I'm a Fundpreneur. Fundraising Secrets, the podcast. This is my origin story. Fundraising Secrets, the book, is coming out in October 2018, and it's the underground playbook for nonprofits to be able to fundraise fast, grow sponsors, build a massive list, upsurge donations while impacting the world. This is an interesting topic for nonprofits and for myself because I am more into advertising and social media and digital marketing. And in uh, February of 2018, I was introduced to a community of funnel hackers, and I saw a new opportunity uh, for this love of mine for fundraising. When I first started to fundraise was back when I was about 15 years old in high school. And my art teacher at the time, Mrs. B, introduced me to volunteerism and to fundraising. And we always did fundraising like he would sell the car wash tickets or the calendars or the cookies or the bake sale items and things of that nature. But this is much bigger. And what happened was Mrs. B introduced me to volunteerism at the city mission during Thanksgiving time. And I was really passionate about volunteering and helping to feed the hungry and the homeless. And uh, this happened to be during the time of Thanksgiving. So my parents actually thought this was a great way for me to get away from my chores. Um, helping my mom clean the house because we're having company over or helping her cook Thanksgiving dinner or setting the table. But it was much deeper than that for me. In 1989, I was actually quoted in the paper, maybe it was 1990, quoted um, in the paper helping a homeless person uh, feed him for Thanksgiving. And I still have that clipping to today. And it's, it's just really weird that I held on to that clipping. But fast forward now to Fundraising Secrets And, you know, you're supposed to be where you're supposed to be when you're supposed to be there. Does that make sense? Well, I think it does for me. But Mrs. B introduced me to volunteering when I was about 15 years old at the city mission. It was during Thanksgiving time. And um, my parents, we volunteer at church, but we call church temple. And um, my parents were were, um, Guyanese Indian. My parents are Indian. I'm Indian. And I was born in Guyana, South America, and came to America in 1979. And I can remember being so fascinated by the American culture and wanting to do all the things that American children were doing. And um, I'd actually get myself into trouble because uh, my parents, you know, wanted me to be home and helping with clean. It's traditional that Indian kids cook dinner and clean the house and uh, organize and, and just be home, especially girls. And I was just so fascinated by the American culture that I used to just chain, chase all of my American friends and do what they wanted to do. Uh, Long story short is I did participate in church with my parents, and, I, and my grandmother was also a heavy volunteer person that volunteered and through volunteerism. And so I learned a lot from her, too, about the church and volunteering. But that's the kind of volunteering that we would have, not, we would have done 
But today, volunteering for nonprofits is, is so much more my lifeline, my lifeblood. It's um, part of who I am. I volunteer at the City Mission, at the Boys and Girls Club, at Girls Inc., at the Leukemia Lymphoma Society, at uh, Special Olympics. Uh, my daughter started a kid's introduction to soccer to help inner city youth learn the fundamentals of soccer. It's, it's very much in my, in my core of who I'm creating to be. And I'm starting this podcast, Fundraising Secrets, because more and more nonprofits want to hear this message. They need to hear this message that there's a better way to fundraise, that there's a better way to get donors, donors to write their checks on autopilots. There's a better way for sponsors to be able to reach sponsors. In fact, it's a disservice to sponsors because they're looking for nonprofits. They're looking for people just like you to write checks to, and it is their job to write that check to you, your organization. So if you're not finding them, you're doing them a disservice and you're probably getting them fired because they need to write those checks. So we're going to teach you those kinds of things and ninja tricks and how to be able to, there's six steps in order to be able to get sponsors and learn who they are and who to go to and what their job job categories are. There's also a digital way to be able to fill your camps, to fill your seats, um, to fill your organization's a gala or event. Uh, there's just so many ways that we want to talk about in digitally um, using ClickFunnels to be able to change the way that we fundraise and change the way we get donations and how we get them on autopilot. So I want to bring that to you using Fundraising Secrets, the podcast. I also want to invite guests on the show to be able to talk about their organization's needs and so that we can collaborate and we can do more than just grant writing. Grant writing is, is okay, but God, who wants to do all that work? There's a simpler, easier way. This is not for your car wash moms. This is not for your bake sale mo moms. We are so much further than that. This is a new era of fundraising, and we are going to be groundbreaking. When I was in high school, I wasn't a great student. I, I wasn't even a C student in in English, more of a D. Um, I, I failed so many times and I failed at so many jobs and so many things, but that doesn't matter now because I know what my real purpose and my true purpose is and what I was put on this earth to do. And that is to help nonprofits and organizations be able to fundraise at a higher capacity so that they can solve world hunger, that they can solve the drinking crisis, that they can solve human trafficking. All these things that need to be done can be done through fundraising, and there's a better way using ClickFunnels. I want to show you that. I want to teach you that. I want to share it with you. I want to invite you on my show. If you're liking this content, I want you to be able to share this content with other nonprofits, with other organizations, with other people that really need to hear this message. And I want to connect with you. You can leave a comment, and you can also... Um, write me at maya at updabiz.com. So thank you for listening, and I'll catch you next time. So your organization needs to write a proposal, and the proposal has to have these six things in this order. Who, what, where, why, and how. In Proposal Secrets, in Fundraising Secrets, it's detailed out and exactly how you should write your proposal so that it can grab attention, make them open their uh, inbox and really want to write that check for your organization to help have the impact that your fundraising event is seeking to do. Now, how do you get uh, 
people to open your your inbox and how do you find them people that are going to want to have these job titles that actually give money to organizations well they do exist and you're probably doing them a disservice if you're not finding them in fact you could even be responsible for firing them because they're looking for people and resources out there to give money away companies have brand managers global alliance managers strategic managers community outreach managers business development managers, marketing managers, people in their organization that actually their only job is to give money away. You can find them on hunter.io, H-U-N-T-E-R.io. When you find these people, send them an email, something that's going to get them to open it, make it an irresistible offer so that when they do get your email, it has something awesome, like a killer title that makes them say, you want to over-deliver if they donate and sponsor your event and become um, a corporate sponsor, a platinum sponsor, a diamond sponsor, something unique that will really gravitate to them and they have to say yes to you. Some some of the places on hunter.io, if you just type in, you have to create a, a profile on hunter.io, but once you do that, you can just type in community outreach manager and reach all the people and the names of the organizations. If you're looking for United Airlines or Southwest Airlines or Priceline Air, Airlines or big companies like Amazon or Office Max or even the Dollar Tree, you know, you'd be really surprised of all the places that you can go and companies that their job is to give you money. Crest, Coke, Pepsi, they all have community outreaches, brand global alliance managers, strategy managers, business development managers, and their job is to give funding away. Now, when you are creating a proposal, you don't want it to be more than 10 pages. I particularly like doing one to three pages long because it gets to the point and they want to open it and they can really make that deal because, you know, monthly they're writing checks and they want you to be able to have this money. So this is an important section in Sponsorship Secrets in the book Fundraising Secrets, where we dive a little deeper. But on today's episode and this podcast, I just want to give you an overview of some of the things that I do um, when I'm reaching out for sponsors for my book or for an event or for a, a nonprofit. Some of the nonprofits that I've worked with before are Leukemia and Lymphoma Society, Girls Inc., NAMI, the National Association of Mental Illness, and uh, Special Olympics. Uh, and there's a list of other ones, um, American Heart Association, Cancer Society, uh, all those. And Honestly, this message needs to get into all other databases because I've been involved with a lot of these organizations and they all struggle with the same thing. There's not enough funding to get their mission, their advocacy, their training, their teachings, uh, their education, everything that they're looking to do and um they just struggle with it and it just becomes a problem. So I think that this this proposal secrets, this sponsorship secrets is really gonna help and solve solve the issue of fundraising and brand sponsors. So if you like this content, go ahead and share it. Make sure that you get it out to people and and let them know about hunter.io and learning how to create a, create a profile on hunter.io. And then, you know, you start typing in the jobs, community outreach, brand manager, global alliance manager, strategic managers, business development managers, and then you prepare your sponsorship package. And we'll, we'll talk about that in a little bit. Um, And definitely don't make it more than um, 10 pages long. And now when you create your 
package that you want to send to these companies like Leukemia Lymphoma Society, Special Olympics, or NAMI, um, if you want to send your proposals to organizations like Crest Toothpaste or Coca-Cola or big co- corporations like Amazon or Priceline.com or, or things like that, you will find them all on Hunters.io, I promise you. So you get the brand manager, the global manager, on the um, email, right? And they open up the email. Well, how are you going to get them to open the email? That's a good question. Well, in your title, make sure you use something that will over-deliver. Use a sexy title so that they want to open the email and find out what it's about. When you do, you could put your link in there to schedule a FaceTime, a Zoom, a Skype, to book the appointment so that... You have a face-to-face interaction because people like to do business with people they know, like, and trust. And if they see you, then they'll be able to build that rapport. So definitely do a Zoom. You could do Google uh, chat, all these different things that are available because of of, um, cell phones being so readily available to everyone in these platforms. I like Zoom. I also like Google. And, um, and those work for me and they're, they're really easy and I get to, to meet a lot of people around the world. Now, getting back to your proposal, after you've met these people and you're sending them your proposal, make sure that your proposal includes who you are, you know, your your brand, your name. Who are you? Are you Wildwood? Are you Special Olympics? Are you NAMI? Are you American Cancer Society, Leukemia Lymphoma Society? What is the name of your organization? You'd be surprised how many people forget that. So, And then you want to tell them what. What exactly are you doing? What's this for? Is it for an event, an art show, gala, fundraising? Is it for team equipment? What exactly is this fundraising for? Then you want to make sure that you let them know where it's going to be. Date, time, location, save the date. What is it? What exactly are you doing and get, get how are you going to get them there? Is it locally? Is there parking? Do they have to be bussed in, horse care, dried in? I did an event where it was out in the middle of a field, and we actually had to have a, a trolley bring us in um, with bigger wheels because your car, you wouldn't be able to drive in there. And hundreds of people, hundreds of people, hundreds of people were there and we were all like doom buggied in uh, for this event. It was a really cool in the woods, in the sticks kind of event. But I think they raised almost $100,000 in that evening because it was so unique. And so they were able to get some sponsors for that. But using your imagination. Now, why? Why would an organization make $1,000 or $10,000 or $100,000? So giving them the reason why you're fundraising and what does your sponsorship mean, that's going to get them to buy into why they should donate and sponsor your event. And then how? You'd be surprised that that's where they fail. Most organizations fail to ask how, right? How can I pay you? How can I, where, where can I mail this to? How can I write the check? Who do I write the check out to? So tell them exactly how and give them a signature line so that how you have something that proves that they had a signature and they authorized it. Being unique on your proposal is very key and important. This is another way that you get brand managers and global alliance managers and strategic managers to open your email. So when you have unique sponsorship levels, you know, a lot of times people use silver, gold, platinum, bronze, you know, silver, gold, and bronze, right? Boring. Nobody's like, everybody uses that. So I'd say don't use 
silver, gold, and bronze. You just be creative, be visionary, have things like, so I do a lot of work with entrepreneurs, right? So my packages have visionary. So I'll start at $30,000 if you want to be a sponsor for visionary, which is like the complete package, the works of everything that you would get, you know, tickets to the galley, your company listed on the invites, uh, on, on the your company logo on ev- just about everything linked back on our website sponsorships and all the fundraising um, foundation newsletters program booklet advertisement co- company logo at the red carpet the step and repeat your name on the step and repeat uh, we do digital uh, we kind of do them on websites uh, like a billboard all these bonuses that you'd get for being a visionary sponsor then our next level would be something like leadership because we deal with entrepreneurs. So we have vis- visionary leadership, entrepreneur, and an apprentice. So our visionary starts at 30,000. Our leadership is 20,000. Our entrepreneurs are 10,000 and our apprentice is 5,000. Again, I get them because these are higher tickets. I get them on FaceTime, Zoom, Skype. That's how I make the appointments with them. So if they can schedule something with me, I have an opportunity to kind of say more than I wanted to say in the sponsorship letter also when I have them on Skype I can refer to them back to my website um, because chances are sometimes they just want to write the check then and there and they can learn a little bit more about me or my organization after we get off the, the, the call or the face chat FaceTime Skype or um, Zoom call. So places that you can go to get a website, and it's a safe place. GoDaddy.com is one of the hosting sites, GoDaddy.com. And you just type in your domain in there, and then you can purchase it anywhere from $0.99 on up. Uh, Ones that I've used in the past for leukemia lymphoma was UpYourVoice.com, where I had my own private link so that I could fundraise for leukemia lymphoma. Society. I've done runwayforthegold.org for Special Olympics, and now we're currently doing Off the Mask, which is for NAMI. It's a fashion show um, to end the stigma, and it's a celebration of mental wellness. NAMI is the National Association of Mental Illness, and we're doing a fashion show on May 10th from 6 to 9 at the Hearst Media Center in Albany, New York, from 6 to 9 you know, tickets start at uh, $60 and VIP seating is 125 So come on out. It's going to be a great night. We've got lots of models, uh, art show, a jured art show, local artists making pieces to be able to auction it off. So it's not going to be like a auction with baskets where you're going to buy a $20 gift card for $10. We're not doing that. Um, it's just going to be an exciting thing. It's hors d'oeuvres, cash bar. We're really excited about it. So definitely come on out to offthemask.com to get a ticket for NAMI. Really excited about that. So I hope you guys can come to it. Some other ideas for when you're writing the sponsorship proposal. So we're not really going to use gold, silver, and bronze. Unless you're like the Special Olympics, because that would make sense, right? Um, So we used a ribbon sponsor, a bronze sponsor, a silver sponsor, and a gold sponsor. Because that went with the theme of Special Olympics. Now, I would probably, for baseball, you know, you could do the little, um, the gloves, outfield, pitcher, catcher, and those could be your levels. I know with my daughter, for kids' introduction to soccer, we did ball girl, because that was the first level of sponsorship. Then we did freshman, JV, and varsity. And varsity was our big uh, 
$1,000 commitment, being able to uh, help girls and boys, young kids, learn the fund fundamentals of soccer absolutely free. But we raised money by f fundraising and sponsorship. So just being unique on your sponsorship sheets allows people to show your creativity and how you're going to brand them and get your message across. And also it builds something that they perhaps is relatable and they can see it. Our Off the Mask sponsorship, which is Ending Stigma Celebration of Mental Wellness on May 10th at the Hearst Media Center in Albany from 6 to 9, our Off the Mask sponsorship opportunities, uh, the levels start at Recovery, which is 7,500, Wellness 5,000, Inspired 2,500, and Hope 1,000. And with that, you also get some tickets and all the things in your program booklet, your logo on the homepage of offthemask.com. Um, electric journals in all the emails, logos on everything that we brand out, Facebook, Twitter, off the mass website, your listings in press releases. We also have a 10,000 subscriber list. So all the assets that you can list out for your sponsorships, that's a great way to go. One of the things that's unique about the Off the Mask is we're going to be doing a candle remembrance table. And so our recovery, which is our $7,500 sponsor, will have exclusivity at the table for their brand. And then also recognition in our save the date cards and our personal invites. So you'll have your logo listed on that. So this is an exciting thing. I'm really excited to share with you, but that's just a, a couple different ways to write unique proposals that will get read by corporate and people in the branding manager world, the global alliance manager world, the strategic management, business development, Get in, t in front of the people that need to open your message and share your message by writing the check. I just want to say thank you for listening to Fundraising Secrets today on Proposal Secrets. Uh, such an important part. Follow the six things, the who, the what, the where, the why, and the how in order to get your sponsorship read and in front of people so that our decision makers that can write the check for your fundraising organizations. If you like this content, go ahead and share, like, subscribe. Definitely rate us on Apple Podcasts and Apple Stores. And we're so excited to be able to share this information with you. And we look forward to having you as a guest guest on our show. If you're interested in being the guest on our show, email me at maya at upthebiz.com, maya at upthebiz.com, and I'll catch you next time here on Fundraising Secrets. Want more great content? Head on over to our Facebook page, Fundraising Secrets. Don't forget to subscribe and rate our podcast. Thank you for sharing this episode, and we'll catch you next time on Making Fundraising Fun Again. This is the podcast, Fundraising Secrets, and I'm Maya McNulty.